my mic too quiet now? I don't know. Your mic sounds fine oh, to me. Sound fine I don't know. Al's got me all paranoid. You sound fine. Calling call me fan, fan McGee and stuff. No, okay, before your fan was gone. McFanner, McFannerson. Okay, well, let's make this like a half an hour because I'm going to sweat to death without my fans on. Okay. Get to do it. Quick Topics. podcast. Oh, my God. Ah. <laughs> Topic one. Go. Topic one. Kotaku. Twitch <laughs> uh, DCMAs just keep coming. Read what? it later. What did you just say? Twitch DCMAs, DMCAs, oh. decent. I can't speak. DMCAs. For what, For what now? Music More again. Music strikes. What do you mean? I don't understand. Like, I don't get why this is still an issue. I thought they kind of had it like it was kind of like a clear line drawn where it was like absolutely no um, music to be played unless they it's had whitelisted. A thousand individual claims. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and their, their, their solution was delete, delete, delete. They literally said, if you know or have, if you know you have unauthorized music or other copyrighted material in your past VODs or clips, we strongly recommend that you permanently delete anything that contains that material. For your remaining VODs, we recommend that you unpublish all feature and review any content for unauthorized music or any other copyrighted material. I hmm. don't get why this is still a problem with people thinking that they don't have to play non-copyrighted music. Honestly, like, I don't know too much about the situ situation. I know it's a music thing, but I, in my opinion, isn't that like more of a Twitch issue to deal with? Like, why haven't, like, it's been the problem for how long now? Well, and no, it's they, the same. They haven't it's the same gotten thing. any, like, deals done with uh, publishers or anything? Well, they have Amazon Music or whatever it's called. And you have all the DCM, like, you have all the royalty-free music that you can play. But the problem is, is, like, people are playing, like, Drake, and then it just auto-claims it. So people are like, well, why well, is it? As someone that's, like, looked into, like, I like doing stuff the legal way for sure, because nothing's more annoying than, like, this has happened to me in Kingsley before. Like, we'll make a kick-ass video, and then, like, the little bit of a background music will get claimed, and it's like, well, fuck. So I want to do it legally, but like it's one, it's super expensive and two, nobody will sell you like Drake. You know what I mean? Like you get not that there's anything wrong, but like undisclosed artist X, you know what I mean? But like I want to listen to actual music and I'm sure uh, people watching the stream want to hear actual music. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Well, like I don't like I personally don't have a problem listening to like the, the royalty for stuff that we've found. Like, I don't have a problem list. I think it sounds good. Um, like, I know that if we play like top 100, we're going to get flagged for it. I had this all the time in YouTube. And I think the problem was like in YouTube side, they'll, you have two options. You can either mute the clip um, that has the music in it, or they'll just take any monetization from it. I don't think you get monetization from Twitch VODs and clips, do you? No, I don't think we see any ad revenue from that side of it. It's only so maybe on the like actual some of the, live stream. Yeah, maybe some of the bigger streamers have that. But like, if you have a platform, like, why is that an issue? Like, they're not claiming it as their own. Like, just mute it then. Yeah, honestly, like, I don't well, know that's what the what, big deal is. With yeah, that's what they it. used to do. They would just mute it, like, back when I first started streaming, like, way back in the day, like, just streaming off my Xbox and listening to music and stuff like they would just mute the vods lisa and nolan want to get ray's take on this ray what's your take ray's alan's dog people are wondering 
Hot take with Ray. <laughs> uh, Ray says that we've said it all, that we've uh, come to an agreement. <laughs> now, we've said everything that's possible. All right. So careful um, streaming music on Twitch because you will get caught and just, you will get a strike and your just channel stream will royalty get free music. It's it's yeah. as simple as that. Or turn off VODs. Like turn off VODs and clips from your channel and you're done. Like if you want to play royal unroyalty free music, then just do it that way. It's pretty yeah. simple. Uh, Max, so you're a big giant bomb guy. I am. Um, so did you get a chance to read this thing about Nextlander? Uh, no, fill me in. I, you know what? There was some news about Giant Bomb. Like, um, I think when we first started this podcast, they had just, um, a bunch of people had just left like original members. So Vinny, Alex, Brad, um, they're starting a new venture called Nextlander. Oh, um, they're doing their own thing. What they're doing is, is a Patreon supported project. Um, and I guess as of a couple days ago, it already has over 5,000 Patreon supporters. Yeah, no surprise there. They're very, that whole crew is just super popular in the gaming community. So it seems like it's going to be pretty similar to what they did at Giant Bomb. People are saying that it's almost going to be like identical to what was going on at Giant Bomb. Hmm. Um, They're just kind of branching out and doing, I guess, their own type of thing now. Well, they were under CBS, um, which also owns GameSpot. Stop, spot, whatever the internet gaming news site is they also own giant bomb as well so i don't think they like the corporate red tape which is just a pain in the ass for anybody trying to do anything creative so yeah and i think that's what it is i think they're just trying to i think for as shitty as it was for them to leave red bomb something that they started um this just gives them another opportunity to do the same thing and you you see that all the time like um, I used to watch uh, a YouTube channel called Collider all the time mm. and they were like all movie news and they would do like gaming news and all these different things. And they let go of a bunch of their, like I would almost almost called like head hosts. And those guys just literally and went and did their own channel doing the exact same thing, but just where they didn't have to answer to anybody else anymore. It was, Hey, I don't, really like where this is going and then they let a whole bunch of people go so he was just like oh, i'm gonna start my own thing that's doing the same thing so you see you do see it happen um i wish some success good if they've already got five thousand backers shit i don't know how much <laughs> patreon i don't know if i don't know anything about patreon really i know like well you can i think you people. can set your it's kind of like a non-sexual only fans so to speak like <laughs> well i mean there's <laughs> like fair. a subscription subscription model so like i think you can set your own price but the base being like five bucks so for five bucks a month you get access um to their exclusive stuff like you can't see it unless you're a patreon so like one of my favorite youtubers uh ethan klein like h3h3 uh they do a patreon and if you're a member you get their podcast episodes a day early you just get like little benefits like that i just no i i'm i I know kind of how the model works, but I'm not sure. Like, do you, does the creator get a hundred percent of that or do they get like 90% of that revenue? I'm curious. I'm what, like, pretty the, sure Patreon does take a cut. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of curious kind of like what the cut is. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm literally looking it up. Yeah. How much does Patreon take? I don't think it would do too much. 2.9%. Oh, so that's not a lot. Oh, wait, that's a payment processing fee. Hold on here. 
<laughs> platform fee between five and 12%. So I guess it depends. that's still not bad though. Even if you went, let's say 10%, if you had a subscription of $5, you're only losing out on 50 cents. Yeah, true. Like it's, it's, it's better than what you would get on Twitch, for instance. Like well, you're Twitch getting 50-50, isn't it? Uh, well, <laughs> higher up people get more than 50-50, but the little but didn't guys Ninja like us, have like a ridiculous uh i would assume that like people like uh tim and ninja and like soda poppin and like people that are good for twitch probably get a much higher payout i think asmongold actually had a really big one too like those those guys probably i would say at least run a 70 30 split at least like they're probably raking in close to four dollars every sub but the problem is is that when you get to that size you also have to pay taxes so you're getting four dollars but then you're still two dollars that is going to your taxes and stuff at that point right so um it's interesting and kind of speaking about twitch and subscriptions facebook has come out and they're now talking about giving a hundred percent subscriptions to streamers what does that mean so that means if anybody i don't know what they call it on facebook is it follow or subscribe or join um whatever they call it is it like I think it's likes on Facebook. Whatever their monthly subscription fee is. Oh, to actually sub that. to a game creator. So if you're if you if you sub to your creator for five bucks, though that creator is gonna get five dollars. They get a hundred percent. They're gonna get a hundred percent. Facebook wow. just announced this Facebook the other day. Facebook Live, I think that's what it's called. Facebook. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just Facebook Gaming. Live. Facebook Gaming. I wonder if Reddit, Reddit, if Twitch does anything to. So a couple things is it's still 2023, so it's only for a couple of years, but they're going to try and lure people away. Oh, Probably that were on the I fence about Mixer is my guess, but also people can. that are on YouTube, people that are on. Um, That's Twitch. a lot of money, Al, for like a bigger streamer to get hundred yeah. percent of your subs. I, you'll never get the same viewership. Uh, look at what Shroud did. Shroud went That's over not the Mixer. True. Uh, Shroud went over the mixer uh, mixer and got like a third, not even a third of his viewers that went with him. Same with Ninja, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think, so I really don't think this is aiming at large streamers with like, I would say even over like 10,000 viewers a session. I think this is aimed at those guys that are like between that that 500 or even smaller to a thousand follower, like uh, viewer range, that it would be like a bigger difference. Are you going to be able to get all those viewers to transition from Twitch to Facebook gaming? No, it's the same thing so. you wouldn't have with Mixer, but you still, there's still people on Facebook that are using it. Like true, it's still a viable true. platform. Uh, I just, I don't think it's I, like, it'll, people are probably going to transfer over. Don't get me wrong. But I, I just, I don't think uh, it's going to make or break Twitch by any means. I think Twitch has got the, stranglehold on uh streaming for a very long time until they piss off somebody yeah i think i'm with al um twitch is just such a giant now but like Mm -hmm. it's just so oversaturated though at the same time you know well that's my mean until until they piss off the wrong person Yeah, so, oh, sorry, not person, group of people. It has to be more than just one person because right, one person is not going right. to make a change. So, um, group of people. So, a couple things that they've noted in this article um, Facebook used to take 30%, which is even less than Twitch does. Um, 
but partners can play licensed music during streams. Ooh. Wow. How did so, they how did they pull that off? I I honestly believe it this this isn't targeted at very large creators. Uh, I don't think this start what do they call it? cuz we're not partners. We're I can't remember. I don't think we're in the I don't think we're Twitch partners. I think that's the higher end one. I think uh, we're, affiliates. Yeah, we're, we're affiliates. We're affiliates. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think they're trying to target so much the partners. I think they're really trying to target affiliates to be like, "Hey guys, come over here." Um, cause like I get them all the time, like, Oh, live on here. And like, you can, you can pay to boost your ads. You can pay to reach different demographics. You can, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Um, it's the same people. Why reason it's the same reason why people leave to go to YouTube. Like it's. Yeah. I feel, I feel like YouTube is the closest because can't they play a uh, licensed music? I'm not sure because uh, all music goes through YouTube uh, through um, Vivo. Right? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no that they can't because you still can't post music in your videos, like in your vods. That's true. The, it gets claimed like uh, H3 podcasts you, have to watch when they play other people's videos on stream. But can't you apply for it afterwards though? Uh, I mean, you could fight it, but like, yeah, because the bot will just automatically claim it 100% of the time, right? And then it's up to you to tell them, yeah, actually, I can do this. Um, Lisa has a good question saying that, like, there's lots of lots of competition. It's good. But at the same time, how many types of platforms are there going to be? I don't think you'll ever... The problem with a streaming platform like this is you need a lot of money behind it's it. so expensive for all the um, bandwidth. But the mm-hmm. thing is, is how many new streaming services have we seen pop up in the last year? You have Netflix, you have Disney Plus, you have HBO Max, you have Discovery Plus. But I think somebody's going to have. Yeah, it's like, going to they're going to blink eventually. Like somebody's going to win that battle. They have to. Right. It's it's going to become like TV. Like you're going to have everything expand and it's going to get separated and then it's going to come back under and it's going to be like, oh, well, you saw you see it with Disney. Disney now has you have Disney Plus, you have Hulu. And you have ESPN. Okay, there's three streaming services that are separate, but you can get them all under one license. Honestly, and then you'll see. I think there's still the three big streaming services, though. Like you said, uh, Disney, one clearly one of the biggest. Yep. Netflix. Yeah. Netflix is the second, and I'm pretty sure Amazon Prime is up there. I feel yeah. like those three are the biggest ones out there right now. All the other ones, I don't think have a chance to compete but with those three. Hulu, you get, you get Prime with your like Amazon subscription. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I wonder like how many people, because I know like me and Lisa barely use, uh, and by barely, I mean like I've only ever watched the boys on it. That's it. You know but what I mean? Like on you, I, I think there's a lot of bigger stuff in the States. Like you have Hulu, like Hulu is really not a thing in Canada. True. But like no. down in the States, it's quite large because you have like you can watch live TV. But it's you have YouTube TV. Disney. But no, but you can you can still buy a Hulu account separately, I think, from a Disney account. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I'm sure you can, but if it's mixed in with Disney already, I would I would personally I would just already like tie it in with Disney and leave it at that. I don't know. It's you're you're always gonna have it where people are going to go to these big platforms and you're going to have big names switching back and forth. Um, I think the problem with people are having right now, Twitch is it's just like, we still don't know why doc got his deal cut. 
Yeah. Um, you have all these Twitch items that keep popping up. You have big streamers that are like, well, let's just quit streaming because you don't know if tomorrow you're going to get DCMA'd and DMCA'd and then you're off the platform forever. Like it's, there's so, so much uncertainty. I don't know. It's and not that Twitch is the bad person, but it's, you'll always have something that'll come in and be better. Always. True. Amazon be won't be Amazon forever. Everybody used to use Yahoo and Ask Jeeves and look what happened to them. Just saying. Oh my God. I loved Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Yahoogle. You guys <laughs> ever been on Yahoogle? Yahoogle. I feel like it's just a different time though like i mean I, i'm not 100 percent sure but like everything was just popping up at that time I, these things have been ar- ar- around for a while now yeah but i think they're just getting progressively like because it's becoming a bigger and bigger platform and there's more money being thrown around i think it's becoming a bigger th- concern for certain people i guess I don't know. There's a lot of money to be had, but a select few that only have that money, which is crazy. True. True. Um, so that's that's kind of where Facebook's at right now. Um, the other thing that I kind of want to touch on, which is kind of cool. Um, so we, we kind of talked about Far Cry in our last episode and being interested in Far Cry 6. Um, there's a guy that created all of GoldenEye 007 in Far Cry 5. Really? Commitment. Really commitment does it look good um it seems like it's pretty cool i'm not gonna lie um I was here, never, a fan sh- of, never a fan of golden let me show off some of the screenshots what the hell what are you saying i was so right bad now? at it i was so bad at it it's <laughs> just the start of your your love for shooters oh, but i was not really? so bad at it i don't know it's one of my favorite like some of my earliest gaming memories were on this Oh, 100%. Um, so like here's some of the pictures that he has. So this is like the original picture. This is what he made. Um, and then going down, like it looks pretty good and it looks like pretty accurate to what it is. He's got a video on it. Um, it's eight minute trailer. Golden Eye for Far Cry. I wonder if they'll ever like actually remake Golden Eye. I don't think so. I, I feel like it's one it's of their- come and gone. Yeah, I feel like it's like a classic. I don't think you can touch it. Yeah. I don't uh, think it would ever turn out as good. As the, like, well, as whatever this guy did makes it look pretty damn good. Like it looks good, but I I just I I don't know. I don't think I don't think you touch a game like this. I feel people would get more You didn't mad even like it. What does it matter to you? <laughs> I, I honestly like it's a classic. I even though I hate it, I I'm not good at it. It's a classic that you can't touch. It looks like it's pretty interesting. Um, like I'm not gonna go pick up the game to try it, but he spent about 1,400 hours over the last three years developing this. Jesus. So it includes every level from GoldenEye 007, um, as Maybe. well, or except for the two bonus stages. Wow. So the curio- the curious thing that I was kind of wondering is, you see a lot of games that don't want modders kind of taking advantage and this is a modder through and through being able to develop kind of whatever they want Mm -hmm. do you think modders should be allowed access to change games like this in like a single player type game l your camera also went out i don't see why it's a bad thing i don't know why do you think why would it be the opposite 
I don't know why it would be an opposite thing. Like you have Skyrim, which is like noted for being really good with mods. Mm -hmm. It gets people into coding. It gets people into video game development. Like video games aren't going anywhere. So why not have people learn how to do these things and stuff that isn't going to affect anything? Yeah. Um, like even uh, the, the, the game developer in Overwatch. Like you can go in there, you can mess around with it as crazy as it is. Like you're making, you're making mods, like you're making changes to the code. You're changing different things in the game files, but it's not going to affect anything in the regular game. Right. I don't know. I, I think it's something interesting. I don't know why people are so worried about locking stuff down. I don't know what comes with having a developer mode like this and like a, a mod mode. Um, I don't know if there's a lot more development that has to go into it, but seeing stuff like this is just really cool to me. Yeah, it brings yeah. back a lot of memories and uh, for people that want kind of like a reskin, like why not? I don't know. Well, it's a it's a cool it's a cool thing to do. Yeah, and like I don't think it was ever to be like, hey guys, come play this remaster 007 because nobody's gonna do it. I think it was just kind of something they were like, hey. We, I, I really like this game and I think it'd be really cool and fun and challenging. Man, if you're a video game developer, imagine putting that on your resume. Hey, yeah, I, I, re, I redeveloped uh, 007 and I put it in, uh, I put it in Far Cry. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's a pretty cool thing to throw on a resume. I'm just saying. Well, it's not something neat. you see every day. That's for sure. So stuff like that is, you would put anything on a resume? I said, that's a great thing to put on her resume. Alex, the wearer of hats. I have a dog named Ray. Line two of the resume. Which, which <laughs> and then line three it. says, I also work at CN. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> You're not wrong. I just thought it was uh, something that's kind of interesting. And what's so I know we've talked about some of the earliest games. What's the earliest FPS game you guys ever remember playing? <laughs> Or what's one? What's one of the ones that got you like almost most addicted first? Most addicted. I, I think Doom. honestly, I think Halo. The first Halo got me. Yeah, I would say Halo or like Unreal Tournament. Uh, I played a lot of back in the day. I remember um, playing Oh COD Four. That was a good one. See, I never got it. Like Aiden, I never my brother that, was yeah. way more into the Call of Duties than me. I didn't get into it till I lived with um, Brandon and Tucker there. That's Halo first... with your dad. Yeah, I remember, like Halo's for sure. The Halo's for sure mine. I, I feel like I never got into like like you said, Mac. I never got into like the COD scene right away. Yeah. Um, I had an Xbox, so it was just straight straight halo for a grind for there for a little bit and then i think i got what i think it was um <laughs> modern warfare 2 uh that i got into call of duty there's a there's an argument going on in the chat saying playing halo and then nolan says halo was for the dumb xbox kids um because <laughs> nolan was a broke ass and couldn't afford an xbox i remember like coming home from so when i would get dropped off from the bus i would go to like an after school daycare till my mom was done work um and i remember there was a kid there that always would like sometimes bring his xbox and that was like the best thing because he brought goldeneye all the time and that's <laughs> where i remember playing it but mm -hmm. the first game i think that like really got me like probably a, addicted to shooters was uh this game called desert storm 
Did you guys ever play that game? Yeah. That sounds familiar. So it, it's was, not like um, a... It's 64, it, wasn't it? No, it was GameCube. Oh, GameCube, okay. It, so it I wasn't uh, It wasn't like a multiplayer game. It was just like a campaign co-op. Mm. But we used to play it like all the time when we would have sleepovers. We would rent it and like play through the whole thing. It's like Operation Desert. I can't remember what the name of it, but I'm pretty sure it's oh, Desert Storm. Well, yeah, Operation Desert Storm was that game like bombed or something. There was some drama around that game, but there was like multiple of them, why. so it couldn't have been that that <laughs> bad. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no, but I think I remember it. Conflict Desert Storm. That's what it was called. Right. And then there was Conflict Desert Storm Two. I remember playing the shit out of that game. That's like around the same time that like. Um, what's those Ghost Recon games that would have come out? Oh, was it just, was oh, it just no. um, was it just Ghost Recon? Um, <laughs> that, that is what they used to be called. <laughs> wasn't Splinter Cell before um, Ghost Recon? I think so. I remember the Tom Clancy like there. I think I think Splinter Cell came out before Ghost Recon. But man, so those games are super fun. Yeah, there was Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon Desert Siege, Island Thunder, Juggle Storm, Ghost Recon 2, Ghost Recon 2, Advanced Warfare. Juggle Advanced Storm. Advanced Warfighter. Did you join I think the I remember in Ghost Recon one? 2. Recon Predator. Um, those were kind of fun games. But then COD 4, oh man, that was... Whew, that was around... That was Al. Did you ever join a clan? Did you ever join like a guild or a clan? Mac, in, I know uh, you're in. in you've what? been in a bunch of guilds, just in general. Like, yep. you ever been in a guild or a clan? Like an actual, no. not like, hey guys, we made a clan and we threw sixty no scopes on the. No, I was, no? I was never part of anything like that. No, Mac, what's your favorite like guild memory? Um, it would probably be from World of Warcraft, way back in the day. Um. I'm trying to think what expansion there was this big raid called Karazhan. Um, that might have been Burning Crusade or That's on the Wrath right of the Lich King. Um, anyway, Karazhan was like the newest thing on the block and we were raiding with the guild and they had two teams. The, the guild was so big. Um, team one was like called like Team Alpha or Team Elite or something. And that was the best of the best. And like, I couldn't cut that group. So I was put on to team, team Disney. So that was like group two. And so like team one would raid on Mondays and team two would raid on Tuesdays. And if they needed help, you could ask team one and like sub people in and out kind of thing. And I just remember we always had such a fun time because like we were the, the guys that team one didn't think could do it. You know what I mean? But we would like continually down all the bosses just fine so it just kind of turned into this like big competition within the guild of like who could kill the bosses faster and stuff like it's just so much fun like something to look forward to every week like everybody was so laid back and chill and it's like we were the team that couldn't do it so if we can do it fucking awesome if we can't well that's what was expected yeah <laughs> so yeah it was fun so I'm that's not... the experiences i i wish i had on uh, MMOs, mm. man, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking through. I used to be in in COD Four. I used to be part of this. I guess you could call them a clan. I guess or a guild. Uh, They're called the Seventh Cav. Mm. 
Okay. Man, we used to play it in COD 4. And like I never like COD 4 was like the first uh first PC game I ever played, but also first game like I actually probably was like not addicted to, but like I played that game a lot. Right. And like uh, <laughs> this is super nerdy, but like in COD 4 they used to have um uh dedicated servers that you could buy. Um so th- you would go on the server list and you would choose which one you want to go to. Um, and seventh cab was one of the ones that came out and they were a realism server in call of duty. So like you couldn't use a P 90, you couldn't have gold guns. You either had to crouch all the time or like you had to have your sights up, but man, the, the times that I used to have with these, man, so much stories, so many fun things. Tuesdays used to be like our enlistment day. So like if you were like part of the new recruits, you'd have to go in and like do your challenges. So you'd have to like go down and uh, I can't remember the name of the map, but it was the COD 4-1 with destroyed buildings and there was a lane down the middle with a bus. Um, There's two sniper nests. Um, but he used to have like do different challenges. There were like grenade throws that you had to do there was like shots you had to do with the g4 man oh those are the days those are the and i was like i don't know 16 if that and like just man tuesdays were like okay it's enlistment day we got to go get all these new recruits up man i was like staff sergeant kinger oh those are the days those are the days yeah oh Oh. cod four and world at war that's that's how long ago that was and I remember when the games came out and people were like, oh my God, the new Call of Duty is coming out. And like when World at War came out, like it was like a big, was it Crossfire? I can't, Let's see. Uh, I don't know. It was <laughs> Crossfire. Yeah. There was a, there was a snipers there. That was one of them, but uh, there was another one that was also there as well. Hmm. But Crossfire was one of the ones that we used to do. But yeah, part of I could I could literally not. take you through the, I can still take you through the enlistment on it. That'd be kind of a fun video. But Nolan, there used, uh, used to stream Call of Duty back in the day. Nolan probably was in the the uh, posing clan. <laughs> probably he was um, one of the recruits. So yeah, like, he no probably was. He, he probably was. <laughs> he couldn't hit his nade shots and couldn't hit those G four snipes. It was uh, it was fun. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite memories. And I've never had anything like that. Like we've had like the guys that we always play with, but like mm-hmm. nothing like that where like you have like the camaraderie, com- camaraderie, camaraderie, not camaraderie, camaraderie. Yes. Com- oh, bro, that's a hard word. You had it. You had a camaraderie. Alex, say it. <laughs> I don't, don't dare make me say it. <laughs> um but yeah like i wish we had that and like we've tried to do kind of like a, a a thing like that where you have people that you can reach out to and do those kind of raid things and i think it'd be really fun to kind of get into but i also don't know if we have the time to do that either now we're getting old boys we're getting old yeah that's the thing like it is a time commitment like i do some of that stuff with my final fantasy guild on mondays now and it's kind of like the similar feeling like they have this thing in the game called uh, treasure maps you can do. So every day you can um, go get a treasure map by doing one of the prof- uh, gathering professions. And so everybody takes turns opening their maps and like you have to go to the spot. And then when you find your chest, you have a ch- it has a chance to spawn a portal that then takes you to like an event. And it's pretty fucking cool. And everybody's just there for loot and it's a good time. No stress at all. So... Makes me remember the old 
the old days. Man, I gotta gotta I gotta get off this site because it was uh man, there was just there's some good times on this. Good times. Too too much fun to be had. Okay. Let's start, let's start it up again, boys. Let's let's start I'm up the sweating where I shouldn't be sweating. <laughs> let's start up the clan, boys. Get it? Let's start it. Yeah. Are there even clans the in COD anymore? I don't well, because there's no there dedicated servers anymore. Oh, is that what there's no cert for? Mm. I think it's hard to have like a so that that clan is still around that I'm talking about, but they're in Arma now. Oh, interesting. So they're they're in Arma three, and I've come across them like uh, when I was playing Armor three for a bit, but like right. I haven't. It'd be kind of fun just to jump back into something like that. But anyways, guys, that's been uh, unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about. No, it's dying a heat no, sweat. It's hot, so, hot in the peg. Again, guys, if you haven't already, make sure you uh, go follow us on Twitch. Uh, DJBTM is just the channel. Uh, we stream generally every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, podcasts are normally on Tuesdays if you haven't already. Um, thank you guys for watching and uh, listening to the Glitchcast episode number six. Uh, it was a fun episode. Again, come check us out on stream because we always stream our podcasts live. Uh, check us out on our social medias. Uh, goal for this month is to be a little bit more active on our social medias um, and kind of get back into the swing of things because we've been lacking a little bit. Take care, guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Uh, again, if you haven't already, come swing by the Twitch channels. Uh, follow the podcast on any of your favorite platforms. But uh, I've been Kingsley, and I'll see you guys later. Bye. It's Mac, and uh, Alex is down there somewhere. <laughs> slapping away. Slapping away. Slapping the bass. Bye.